Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. We're so glad to have you as a listener. Today's topic is Jesus' approach to sin. We'll return after a brief message from our sponsor. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Jesus' Approach to Sin by Emma Danzi John 8, verses 10 through 11 says, Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you. Jesus declared, Go now and leave your life of sin. In John 8, we see the Pharisees, the religious rulers, once again trying to test Jesus. They always seem to be after him to stump him or make him look bad. Literally, he was the Christ, the one they and their people were waiting on. But his words and his answers were not what they imagined. And instead of having humility and spirits to learn from him and hearts to love him, they had hatred and desire to humiliate him. At the beginning of John 8, they literally bring a woman caught in the act of adultery to him, publicly to stone her. They must have plotted and watched this relationship unfold so that at just the right moment, they could use this woman as a lesson. The Pharisees say that in the law, she should be stoned. And what does Jesus say about that? After writing in the sand, Jesus says in verse 7, Let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. All of the people go away one by one, beginning with those who were older, more aware of their wrongdoings. Suddenly, Jesus, the only perfect one, is left there with the woman. Jesus straightened up and asked her, Woman, where are they? The fact is that all have sinned and fall short of God's glory. 
no one was able to stay around and stone the woman. I love how Jesus asked the woman where they were. He is providing the point that he is the only one who is sinless because he stayed and they were not able to be her judge. Have you ever felt humiliated by others and actually did something that was cause for embarrassment? This woman is caught in her sin. She is wrongly treated. She is a public display of our sinful condition. However, Jesus, who is able to be wrathful and justly stone her, chooses to refrain. He is the only righteous and perfect one. Has no one condemned you? No one, sir, she said. Then neither do I condemn you. Because of Jesus, there is no condemnation in him. He asks the woman if anyone has condemned her, and she says no. He tells her that he does not condemn her. The point is not that he cannot, but he chooses not to and gives her undeserved grace. The truth is that we are all just like this woman. We all have sinned and been brought before our Savior in our shame and guilt. However, he took on our suffering and freed us instead. This kind of love changes us. Jesus declared, go now and leave your life of sin. So does Jesus not care if we sin? Does he ignore the sin? Absolutely not. Jesus cares greatly if we sin. In fact, sin is what separated us from him in the first place. It is not good for us. He has better for us. Sin is the reason he had to die a horrible and embarrassing death. Jesus continually taught a life of repentance, and he is consistent with that in this message as well. He tells the woman to go and leave her life of sin. We see this instruction given to others. The goal of grace is not to sin more, but to understand the depth of forgiveness we have been given and strive by the power of the Holy Spirit to live a life that is honoring to the Lord. Intersecting Faith and Life In what ways have you been like the Pharisees when it comes to the sin of others? How can you relate to the woman and remember the great grace Christ has given to you? In what ways can you repent or turn from the sins that are currently in your life? Further reading, Matthew 7, verses 3 through 4, Romans 8, verse 1, Acts 2, verse 38. The Crosswalk Devotional is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To You podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.